Welcome to another podcast from Age Defying Careers. My name is Elise Stevens, and today the fantastic Julie Hyde from Julie Hyde Consulting is here to talk about why having a personal brand is so important for women over 40. Julie's consulting business is all about helping people grow their personal brands, become influencers, and to have great careers. Hello, Julie. Hi, Elise. Thanks for having me. It's fantastic, Julie, to talk about this all-important topic, especially women over 40 sometimes don't understand or appreciate the importance of having a personal brand and really don't know how social media can help you do that. Yes, I, I agree. And I thought it might be beneficial to put brand into context because it can have many meanings for many people. So just to make sure that we're all on the same page, that I just outline what personal brand actually is. Some people think it's how you dress, others think it's a logo or a website, but personal branding is so much deeper than that. So to put it simply, your personal brand is your reputation. So it's the words and associations that people attach to you when they hear your name. So it's the perception that you create through your words, your actions, your image and your associations. So the key is it's what people say about you when you're not in the room. And the question is, are they saying what you want them to say? Because the perception that you have of you is often not what others have of you. There's a really great quote by Tom Peters, who is famous for really coining um, and making the term personal brand popular. And that is that the most successful people are those that learn to think about themselves as a brand. And it's one of the most overlooked aspects in business life, even though it's so important. Julie, up until I started my business a couple of years ago, I didn't realise why having a personal brand was so important. I was just coasting along, decided because of not wanting to be a contractor for the rest of my life to start a business. And it was only through that whole exercise creating a business that I became aware about how important it was to have a personal brand. And But then I started seeing the importance of not only when you've got your own business, but especially in at the career market, about how important it is to have a brand. Absolutely. I, I believe that branding is important at every stage of life, but particularly at the age of 40 or over 40, for women, very often have become mothers in their late 30s or early, early 40s. So, play traditionally so many roles and that's, you know, it might be the wife, it's the mother, it's the partner, it's the sister, it's the daughter, it's the friend, it's the cook, it's the cleaner, it's, you know, the professional. There's so many roles that women play, particularly throughout their 30s and 40s. It can really cause women to lose sight of or lose connection with who they truly are at the core and what they stand for. As a consequence of that, like you're saying, some women do just coast along unclear of the value that they offer to any situation that they're in and what their unique strengths and what their unique skills are. They're not really conscious of the role that they're playing. They just go through their life, you know, maybe unconsciously playing a particular role and it's not necessarily beneficial to their career or to their business or where they're wanting to head to in the future. 
and it can quickly cause them to become irrelevant. I see it all the time and it's really hard because I talk to my friends that are in their 40s and 50s about what's going on with their careers and it's a big topic of discussion especially around ageism and how to distinguish yourself in a crowded market, job market, to some extent breathing life back into your career because this is not a criticism, this is just you have a job, especially if you've got children, you've got so much going on in your life that you just sometimes want a job, which is totally fine. But comes a point where your kids are getting older and you start to think, is this it? Is this all my life is now, kind of having this job whereas in fact I'm university educated I had aspirations and kind of what's next is this my life until I retire kind of even though retirement's such a long way away absolutely I mean if you reflect on that the 40s and the 50s of maybe 100 years ago that was considered old now the 40s and 50s is still is like young. People are living longer and they're working longer. So there's still so much to do when women hit their 40s and 50s. And often because their kids have got older, they've got the opportunity to step it up and really progress in their career. And they do have so much to offer in terms of the experience that they've gained from working and also the experience that they've gained in life. So there's so much value that they can offer. At the same time, 40 can bring a certain mindset for people or, or 50 in the same vein in, in that, oh, we're getting older, we're not young. I certainly don't subscribe to that and I believe that's a mindset that can really damage you, your confidence and your career path or your business success because what you're thinking will absolutely drive your behaviours. I mean, you are what you are. An age is just a number. If there are industries that are really focused on the 40s and the 50s and and they're old and people have had their time, we we need to challenge that status quo and we need to take responsibility for creating that change that we want to see. I also believe that, yes, you know, there might be things that are holding women back out there in society and in in the workplace, but we absolutely have a responsibility to challenge that and to demonstrate the value that we can bring to any situation. And that is why having a personal brand is so important. Absolutely. Being confident within yourself but also knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are and what one of many two or three goals that you want to have from your career and so being able to talk about them and to be able to say, hey, this is what I want and this is achieve it is so important. Yeah, and this is a value that I'm going to bring to the table yeah so what would be the first thing you would tell people to do when considering establishing your personal brand the first thing I would do is to get really really clear on what your brand is because regardless of whether you are clear on your brand or not clear on your brand you've got one everyone has a brand everyone has some sort of a reputation so it's absolutely critical that you're clear on that And the first thing is to get clarity. So what is it that I stand for? What are the values that drive me? What are the things that I will and just will and will not compromise? So it's getting really clear on those things that are the internal drivers 
for you and also getting clarity around the things that you do uniquely well and innately well. And there are absolutely things that you will do uniquely well. You just have to tap into it and find it. The second thing is, is to make sure that the brand, your, your personal brand is, is, is relevant. And what I mean by that is that it, how people are perceiving you is, is relevant to your current situation. So it really supports what you're doing now and that people can see the possibility in you in terms of your future. For example, if someone was wanting to go for a leadership position in six months, the powers that be or, you know, the hierarchy might need to see that you are capable of being the leader now. So we need to demonstrate those types of qualities. So it's, it's making sure that you're relevant because if you're acting in a way that's not supportive of leadership qualities, that is absolutely going to damage your career path. Yeah, that brings an interesting question or an interesting thought in my mind because sometimes I think that organisations kind of write off people, women in their 40s and 50s so that, oh, Joyce is an accounts payable team leader and, oh, but she's 45. We don't think that we'll be investing any more in her Whereas we think that Jim, who's the coordinator, who's 28, he's got a long and illustrious career ahead of him. Is that something that a personal brand can help you with to help change that mindset of some of the shaping your career? Absolutely. I mean, the one person you can control is you. You can't control what other people, in terms of what their beliefs are, but if you are actively demonstrating your value to the business and you are talking about the career progression, sort of where you're wanting to go, what your goals are, engaging people to support you in that, and the organisation isn't helping you, then I think you may be in the wrong organisation. Because regardless of age, people want and need to feel valued. You know, we're not talking about someone who's maybe 90 years old and incapable of working. This is where I think things can come back down to a mindset too. If you're thinking that the organisation is seeing you that way, you've got two choices. You can change their mind through your own behaviours or look for an organisation who's going to value you and your strengths and what, and what you can bring to the table. Yeah, and it is all about your behaviour and your mindset because you can be 65 and have a young mindset and be up to date with what's going on in social media and and different things. Totally. I, I hosted a dinner last night and we have a personal trainer there who's 72 years old. Age is not a factor in her in her mind and how she behaves is according to that. I think it really does come back to a mindset. Well, that's a great thing because a mindset change, whilst it doesn't cost anything to do, (laughs) can be quite challenging for people to really break free of all the the baggage that they have. And we've all got it. Oh, absolutely. We've sometimes predetermined or put walls up around thinking about things outside of what we normally do and the opportunities that exist. Yeah, yeah. So I think... When we're talking about building a brand or improving your brand or tweaking it, whatever it might be, I think there's probably three steps that people need to take 
and that is the first thing. And it can be quite a confronting situation to take yourself through, but it's a very powerful process. And that is the first thing is to really think about what you think people would say about you. I'm not just talking people in general. I'm talking people about people that you would trust their opinion. And if we're just focusing on the workplace here, you know, what do you think people would say about you as Elise the worker? And write down those words and be honest. It's not what you would like people to say about you. It's actually what you think they would say about you now, reflecting on your behaviour. And then the second thing is, what do you actually want them to say? What words would you like them to use if they were just to describe you? Would you like them to describe you as inspiring, as someone who's a real doer, someone who is a great communicator, really influences, is a really great leader, is someone who can engage, great problem solver? What is that for you? And then the third step is to actually ask three to five, I call them trusted advisors. So it's not necessarily your family. It's not your husband or your partner or your best friend, the people who really care and want you to feel good. (laughs) So maybe reluctant to tell you the truth. You want people who are going to really tell you the truth and ask them to describe you in five words. And then you're going to get a bit of a picture to see exactly where you're at. And if what people are saying about you matches to what you want them to say, then that's fantastic. If there's some improvements that you need to make, you can identify that accordingly and then put steps in place to try and tweak your behaviour so that people start perceiving you the way you want them to. Oh, that's challenging. Very challenging. Uh, But as I say, it's powerful because you can only assume where you're at unless you ask the question. Yes, I so agree with you. And I think that one of the really important things about being comfortable in yourself is accepting feedback and soliciting feedback from people that you work with, customers, whatever. It's such a powerful tool and it's one of the most confronting things that we can do. Yes, absolutely. Now, Julie, what tips would you give women about their brand? The first thing is to just to make sure your brand is really authentic to you. So don't try and be someone that you're not because people won't buy into you and you'll get found out pretty quickly. It's just to be really authentic and true to you and to be confident and proud of that. Again, going back on to what we were just talking about previously, I would you know, really encourage people to always assess their brand and ask for feedback and just ensure that it's it's relevant to how you're wanting to be right now and, and where you're wanting to go in the future. Probably the next point, probably the third thing is making sure that it's consistent. So you were talking about social media before. Social media is something that can absolutely help to promote a personal brand but it's also a forum that can damage a brand very quickly. So you've got to make sure that your brand is consistent across your digital platforms as well as through people meeting you personally. Because if you're one thing 
say, in the workplace and then you're this raving lunatic on social media and people are observing you, you'll have a very confused brand, very confused perception of who you are. Going into the fourth point, which is always to protect your brand because it can take 20 years to build a really strong personal brand, but it can take about five seconds to destroy it. And social media is a great environment for people to destroy their brand Absolutely protect your brand and be very, very guarded by what's put on social media, just making sure it's really congruent to who you are, that you're happy with the photos, that people aren't posting photos of you that's un- that are unauthorized. Employers will check social media platforms when employing you or if you're pitching for consulting work, people will often check your social media platforms. So if you're on there swearing and if you've got quite provocative photos on there, that will create a, a certain perception of you. If you're happy with that, that's perfectly fine if it's congruent with your brand, but it can really damage a person's profile. My top tip is don't be scared of the word brand. Think about what you want out of your career and how you might go about doing that. But don't be scared of brand. Absolutely. Well, Julie, thank you very much for your great insight today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Elise. That's all right. That ends another podcast from Age Defying Careers.